Hello, my friends. This is Danny Yang of my podcast, Danny Says Relax, uh, dealing with just about anything having to do with uh, narcissism, uh, especially my own personal brand of narcissism based solely on me. Um, So this is the I just woke up on January 25th, 2021 version because I just woke up. And uh, originally I was going to put a podcast yesterday, but I uh, kind of got busy just uh, cleaning cleaning things up. Certainly not my life, I just mean uh, cleaning, cleaning certain things up in the house. Uh, so let's, let's uh, go over a few different things. One thing is uh, I am an introvert, and hopefully at some point I will start um, some type of uh, empire on social media uh, dealing with uh, ver- very many things having to do with uh, introverts in an extrovert world. Um, it's it's very difficult to do that, Um Normally because I'm an introvert, but I'm also incredibly stupid and tend to screw everything up. But uh, just one of those things, man. Just trying to deal with that. Trying to deal with a lot of things. Um, Mostly failure. But um, why don't we just start out with the news today. Uh, Let's see. There is an... MTV Star's Cause of Death Revealed. MTV Star's Cause of Death Revealed. I don't want to reveal the name of the person uh, because I'm sure it is on MTV News. Um, If you do have MTV, just go to the channel that does not play music videos. MTV Star's Cause of Death Revealed. I imagine it is not talent talent did not kill this MTV star. Um, let me just double check. And I'm trying to get rid of the ums and ahs and, and other things like that. Try and make myself a better speaker. But then that would take away from the kind of amateurish production that I'm uh, producing right now. Let's see, what led Ben Affleck and Anna DeArmas to split? Anna DeArmas, uh, I do remember from uh, Blade Runner, uh, and uh, she's a very uh, very fetching uh, young uh, Cuban actress, and she has been with Ben Affleck for a year. So what led them to split? Uh, I would imagine Geely... She saw that movie, it terrified her. She realized that Ben Affleck was with um, J-Lo and almost destroyed her. And so, you know, Ben Affleck doesn't have the uh, best best record when it comes to working with uh, Hispanic or Spanish-speaking uh, uh, women. Uh, so... You know, and, and J-Lo was from the, what, the Bronx, so it takes a lot to, to destroy somebody from the Bronx, but Ben Affleck, man, you know, he shouldn't be Batman, he should be Superman, because 
boy, he can really just uh, heat vision uh, a, a lady's rep in like two seconds. Uh, he dated Gwyneth Paltrow uh, in the 90s, and Gwyneth Paltrow now sells exploding flammable candles with the scent of vagina. So, yeah, Anna Darmus kind of saw Julie, saw pussy candles, and decided, hey, that is not the way I want to go down. I grew up in Cuba. I had to deal with Castro, death, totalitarianism. My parents had to deal with possible nuclear strikes against Miami, which would destroy the all-important blue plate demographic of this country, taking out our seniors. So, yeah, not a good idea. Anna, I understand you are a beautiful woman. You will rebound from this. I am sure you will start dating Machine Gun Kelly or some other noble, kind man like that. Um, Machine Gun Kelly, I think, is actually taken by, um, oh, God, the Transformers lady. And, um, yeah, so, oh, lost one there. <laughs> you dodged the bullet there, bud. Let's see, what, what else are we dealing with here today? Today is an important day. It's a Monday. Normally, people don't put podcasts on Monday uh, but uh, obviously, since I lack caring or kindness, uh, I decided to do this. I know if you, if anybody does listen to this podcast, uh, it is probably the volleyball uh, from Wilson from the Tom Hanks spectacular movie Castaway. So Wilson, 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 this one's for you. Um, I wanted to tell you guys something. Uh, and, oh, first thing is, I listened to, well, I went on um, a Zoom show because of the COVID, and, uh, of course, as you know, as I am pausing for breath, uh, I still have repercussions from my bid with COVID and with sepsis and with uh, mental retardation, um, but uh, I do live outside of Dallas, north of Dallas, and I brought that up in a Zoom show for, uh, that Judah Friedlander, um, uh, the comedian extraordinaire uh, based in New York, had, and um, he pointed out something. When I, when I say that I am outside of Dallas, Everyone in the audience is outside of Dallas, so I was getting heckled from people from uh, Belgium and uh, Berlin and other Eastern Bloc countries where democracy does not rule. I know they're free now, the wall came down and whatnot, but they still have that stony face of people that... Um, you know, they have to wait in line for, for like, a, a slice of Wonder Bread. So, hey, look, America, that's what I have to say to those European people. But let me, let me come back to Judah Freelander. This guy is freaking amazing. 
Okay, uh, he can riff off the cuff like I've never seen before, and you and then go back to regular material. It is all blended in. You cannot exhaust this guy. Okay, he can keep coming up with riffs, uh, and he will actively ask for it. So if you get the chance, uh, watch his show on Netflix. It, it's pretty arty. Comedy Cellar, if you do not know, is in Greenwich Village. And Greenwich Village is, uh, well, it, it's the arty section. Uh, not, not, not Williamsburg, <clears throat> it, not Brooklyn and all those hipster places now, but it was the original arty place. Robert De Niro's parents, who were artists, grew up there. I think Vin Diesel's parents, who were artists, grew up there. Um, obviously, that... Art didn't, you know, genetically pass along to Vin Diesel, considering um, he became a bouncer and then a uh, bouncer that uh, pretended to act. No, Vin Diesel's cool. Uh, I'm not gonna. Vin Diesel's from New York, and he has certainly paid the price of uh, needing Rogaine. Um, so I, I wanted to bring up uh, uh, Judah Freelander. I, I think uh, most people know, and most, and I knew him from uh, Thirty Rock. Uh, this guy is more than his persona as an actor. He is definitely a stand-up. So if you get to see any of his shows live, like the Netflix, it's in. It's really cool. It's in black and white. His special. So it's very arty, and it's done in the Comedy Cellar in, in Greenwich Village. So anything done in the Ville is very arty. Uh, but um, it, it it doesn't do it justice unless you see this guy live, and you can see him go off the cuff. It's like um, Todd Barry. Todd Barry, excuse me. Todd Barry uh, is a comedian that is, from New York also that is known to do a, a lot of crowd work. And Todd Barry certainly has his own style. Judah Freelander has his own style. And, 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 and I've, uh, I've actually... Uh, I go to Todd Barry's shows when he comes uh, into town, uh, which is certainly very interesting. And I, 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 I really like Todd Barry. Um... But uh, let's see, Judah Freelander has a significantly different style, kind of. I, I know people have compared him to Stephen Wright, um, but uh, I mean, he he definitely just looks different, and his stuff is like from another another planet, man. It's really, I mean, both Todd Barry and uh, Judah Freelander, they're both uh, they're both people that. They, I don't know. They must get their inspiration from another dimension. So, you know, it's still... It, it, I mean, I would encourage you to see both of them. Uh, I got Todd Barry's book from Todd Barry. And uh, he was uh, he was really cool, you know. Because uh, I think I only had, um, like, a certain amount of cash on me. Because, I mean, who carries cash anymore? I I mean I don't buy illicit drugs anymore. I don't need to carry cash. All right, oh, excuse me. Let me correct that. I don't. I never have bought illicit drugs. Um, I don't edit this at all. So um, 
you know, just pretend you didn't hear that first part. No, no one listens to this anyway. Um, but, uh, yeah, if Todd Barry ends up going to your town, I, w- I would see him. And, uh, and but uh, Judah Freelander, I, I, I really, he's just a cool guy. I mean, I saw his show twice just to just to see how he differentiates show to show. And uh, this guy is just playing off the cuff, man, half the time. It's really, really interesting. And the guy is a cool guy, man. I mean, uh, it's really funny, and you get to participate a lot, which is, I'm I'm not saying that uh, other forms of comedy where they don't go as much off the cuff is is certainly bad or anything, but uh, he is one of the uh, first ones, uh, besides Todd Barry's crowd work show, um, that uh, and, and, and Todd Barry doesn't do that all the time. It's just certain times that he'll do all crowd work. But uh, Judah Freelander will certainly. He does a lot of crowd work. He really gets the audience involved, and uh, that's that's always really tricky because um, these comedians are coming off of this stuff off the off the cuff, which is not easy. And he definitely makes, he never, I don't know if, I, I know there's a such a thing as breaking character. Uh, this guy is, is he, he is who he is. If he's not, he is like a phenomenal actor because he doesn't pause. He just comes up with this stuff. I don't know where he pulls it out of. Uh, he's still, he's doing shows right now uh, on Zoom and he addresses uh, everybody that watches and that has the nerve to uh, turn on their mic and turn on their Zoom camera. So I would certainly, uh, I would certainly, I mean, I would, it's not expensive. So, and that's part of the reason why I decided to check it out because, you know, I, I, I certainly needed needed a laugh because um, uh, I'm certain things are only going downhill from now for me. But um, check it out. It's, it's just awesome. Um, the, it, it's certainly one of the better decisions I have made. And, uh, I, I, and I've, I've seen Zoom, other Zoom shows. Erica Rhodes, for one. And um, you, just so you know that I, I don't only see male comics... Um, I, I don't want them to start any rumors that, um, I don't like the female comics or that, um, you know, in the closet. I'm certainly not in the closet, though if I lived in New York, I would be in the closet because I could not afford anything better. Uh, let me transition here. So I was reading in the New York Post, um, Oh yeah, let's go back to this. I live uh, north of Dallas, and I have lived here for quite some time, and I have always told people that uh, Dallas, well, no, this area, Texas in general, has a lot of land. Rent is uh, is, is quite good. Utilities are, are not very expensive. And uh, so in terms of starting a family, having a lot of land and, and owning uh, a house or, or something like that, it, it's all uh, obtainable. 
you know, uh, in New York, if you do something like that, you certainly uh, will wake up in a bathtub full of ice with one kidney missing because you would have to mortgage a kidney to live anywhere in New York, even now during a freaking pandemic where it is one of the hot spots of the country. One of the hot spots, not one of the better hot spots. Hot spots in a bad way. Um, the only thing that can make it worse is if uh, Ben Affleck was dating you and you watch Julie, and uh, he's in Los Angeles, which is another hot spot. So, uh, but uh, the reason why I bring this up is a lot of people from New York are moving to Dallas following my lead that I start, started nearly 20 years ago. Uh, they are moving into luxury apartments, uh, which uh, which are hard to make here in, in downtown Dallas because I imagine they have to find all the bits and pieces of uh, JFK's skull and brain matter and uh, get it out of there before they rebuild. So... Definitely one of those, uh, a tougher thing, but a lot, about a, almost half a million people from Los Angeles and New York have moved to Dallas, according to these numbers, and I am just hoping they're the same type of New Yorkers that play this knockout game, which is a sucker punch game, which uh, is... When somebody that you don't know just punches you in the face in New York. Yeah, this uh, is the roughest game of Uno that uh, I have ever uh, encountered. I myself have been beaten up in New York. And uh, I am, you know, the, I, my, my excessive stuttering and slow term of, uh, slow way of speaking is uh, indicative of uh, being punched in the face in uh, in New York. I, last time I was punched in the face was actually when I was an adult. I wasn't even a kid anymore, and just uh, just very horrible people, punks, do that. And uh, I, I'm happy to say it happened in a bodega where the uh, Korean grocer in here. And, and I'm going to say uh, right now. This is not racist. The Korean grocer looked at me and the uh, kids, uh, I, I suppose they're kids at, at the time. Uh, they were probably in high school, but they were more like thugs. Uh, the Korean grocer in there did the uh, kindest thing. If you did not want to be kind, he said, get out of here. Get, get out. Instead of calling the, the police or uh, anything like that, while I was defending myself against uh, three thugs, uh, one of them who just sucker-punched me, uh, he did me a, a kind favor by asking me to leave with these uh, thugs there who, uh, who effectively waited for me outside. And um, that is why... Uh, you know, moving is not that big of an issue for me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, the only way you can stop something like that is if you had, like, some sort of weapon. And, of course, if you use a weapon on a, on a thug 
who is underage, they, they they'll start uh, crybabying about it, uh, indicating that uh, that you, you you hurt them, even though they want to play knockout, which is uh, not very funny for people that have to uh, have to deal with the knockout. Um, so yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping uh, that those kids who are uh, adults by now are are the ones moving over to to Dallas because um, if Dallas needs anything, it's certainly such well-behaved children like that. Uh, and uh, hopefully, when they go to school down here and realize that. Uh, Phys ed is a matter of running for your life because uh, everyone down here is armed. Uh, hopefully, they'll they'll not catch a ball or anything like that, but they will catch several bullets in their sternum or in their head. Uh, I say sternum first because if you get shot in the head uh, and you're an idiot like that, it, it tends to rattle around because there are no brains there. So, uh, let's move on to more cheery things. Uh, Tom Brady is going to another Super Bowl, except this time with the Bucks instead of the New England Patriots, which I am very happy for, uh, mostly because uh, I do follow fan channels, and I have no idea what they're saying in New England with that accent, you know, um, just, uh, just, just frightening. And I think the only people out of New England that I understand, uh, is Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Uh, and, uh, besides that, I, I don't know anybody from Boston or anything that, uh, that doesn't have that horrible, horrible accent. And I grew up in New York, which has a horrible, horrible accent for every particular area, Brooklyn, Queens, uh, you know, everywhere you go, everybody has their uniquely horrible accent, especially Long Island. Uh, so just something to think about. But um, yeah, yeah, Tom Brady went to the University of Michigan and was not allowed to play due to, uh, well, he played some of the time, uh, but uh, they had a high prospect there named Drew Henson who uh, was, had to be given time. He was a high prospect. Um, Tom Brady just wasn't very fast or anything. But anyway, Tom Brady is like, uh, like my hero. Not really, because, uh, you know, Tom Brady is... I, I, I don't know Tom Brady, but he seemed like... Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty neat that a guy that was not treated with much respect at Michigan... Uh, and then in the NFL was had like what five quarterbacks drafted ahead of him, and then he became uh, ultimately the best quarterback that ever lived. And uh, he is from I think he's from California, so he went to New England, had to deal with the the awful weather there, had to deal with Bill Belichick, who um, I think his training sessions were much like. Those old Shaolin Temple Kung Fu movies where they really, really give it to you. Um, so he went to Florida and I'm sure he had to move the uh, body 
off of his stoop because Florida is just crazy. But the weather in Florida is really nice. The people, like in California and any warm weather place, even even parts of Texas where people aren't uh, obscenely big, um, you get some really you get some people that are really good looking. You know, just people that. Uh, they're really good looking. They 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 walk around. They get sun, and in thirty forty years, their their skin will become leather, and you can certainly uh, peel it off and wear it like Fonzie's leather jacket. If you don't know who Fonzie is, um, you know, good luck with the rest of your life because uh, you're very young, and um, you know, not knowing who Fonzie is. I don't know, watch more TV land. Uh, let's see, I wanted to bring up a few things. Uh, I read the New York Post uh, because I like the sensationalism. Some people think I read the New York Post because it keeps me in touch with New York. Oh, no, 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 no. Headless body and topless bar. That is the stuff I want to see. So here's uh, something based on an old joke that uh, I used to have in a set. It was not very good, so I didn't really use it again. But this happens every now and then, and I still cannot see why this happens to college students. All right, so a young Oxford student falls off a cliff to her death. So I guess her degree was in, ah, oh shit. That's not very funny because she actually died. I, the, the last time I did this, it was just somebody bouldering. I didn't even know that was a term, jumping from boulder to boulder for fun. And, uh, yeah, apparently she didn't have an English degree. She had a degree in, ah, oh, shit. She lived, though. This 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 person's from Oxford, so went to Oxford. So you would think she was... Uh, I guess if she went to Oxford, she'd be, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> that's, ho- that's horrible. She died. Uh, I, but you know what? I almost died, too, in this, this past month and a half. So, you know, give me a break, okay? Um, I mean, uh, all right, look, uh, I'm going to break character here and say um, I hope her family's doing well. They said she was on drugs. Or something like that. I hope she was on drugs because it would certainly help with the feeling of falling off a cliff. Oh man! I mean, I could just I just start thinking of that Judge Dredd movie where um, uh, the one of the Lannisters uh, gets shoved off by Judge Dredd at the end, and it takes like fifteen minutes because she's uh, on slow mo. That ah, uh, eh, forget it. Uh, it, 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 Catch Dread, it was a good movie. Um, let's see what else we have here. Um, I was reading the other day, and, and this this happened in the Ukraine, and this kind of disturbed me. A guy was busted by the cops in the Ukraine for having uh, intestines wrapped around him, and it turns out it was the heat. It was like his father. Okay, this is really disturbing. Uh, trigger warning in case this ever has happened to <laughs> ever happened to you. Oh my god! Um, he had his father's decapitated head, 
and he was wearing his guts. And, uh, well, first of all, therapy isn't working for him. Let's <laughs> see. Uh, I mean, a lot of, a lot of uh, boys have problems with their dad, but uh, this, uh, this is not the way to get ahead. And you will understand this joke in a second. He had his father's head, and he was just walking around smashing his father's head into cars. I know that I ask my father, my father-in-law about, well, ex-father-in-law, about, uh, you know, cars. I don't know anything about cars or or, or buying them. But uh, when when a head's detached from the body, uh, Mr. Ukraine guy, uh, I don't think uh, they're going to give you much advice on on cars and... uh, I, I I don't think that um, they don't really need to see the car that that closely uh, because the they're dead and even if they weren't dead and his head was still attached to his like if my me and my dad were looking at used cars and why am I why would I be looking at a used car why do you think how many people listen to this podcast boom there's your answer. That's as many people that would uh, offer me money for a paying job. Uh, actually, I'm on leave right now. Um, but, um, yeah. So even if I was walking around with my dad and we were looking at used cars, I wouldn't grab him by the head, like back of the head by the hair, and start smashing his head up against the window saying, Dad, you think this one is an okay car? Boom, boom, boom. Because he would certainly kick my ass. My father's actually bigger than me. He's older than me. But uh, so is Chuck Norris. And despite what I said about Chuck Norris, Chuck, you know, I do respect you. Don't come to my house because I'm still in Texas and and beat me up. You don't want to show, you don't want to make the cover of AARP magazine that way. And whoever signed me up for AARP, and this has been going on for years, stop. I'm not that old. It's not that funny, okay? I'm not a senior citizen. If I were, I would take every, every coupon and use it. But, um, yeah. I guess I couldn't see a movie right now. But, uh, yeah, this guy was uh, smashing his, uh, his dad's head around, uh, around the parking lot. So um, I guess this is like the Jason Voorhees model of uh, parenting. Just, you know, whacking off uh, people's heads and saying, hey, you know, why don't, uh, why don't you take a closer look at this car? Uh, or my foot as I soccer kick you to eternity. Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian are dating. Courtney is spelled with a K. Um, Travis Barker is this? Um, is he in Blink One Eighty Two? I don't. I don't know. Why is this news, man? I don't even know who the hell. 
I mean, Courtney Kardashian. She's not the she's not the one that stopped the riot drinking drinking Pepsi. That's that's one of the Jenners. And uh, let me tell you, uh, I mean, they say the Simpsons predicted the future. What about uh, the, that Jenner girl? What is it, Kendall Jenner? I mean, Jesus. You know, I I really hoped that uh, I would see a follow-up to that commercial when she tried that in real life during the, the riots we had for, for you know, Floyd uh, handing out uh, Pepsi, cans of Pepsi. And uh, I, I'm just curious to see if she can uh, stop a riot with Pepsi because, uh, now I just wanted to see if she would get sucker-punched, you know. And if she did... Um, welcome to the club, man. I've been sucker punched so many times. Um, well, my name is already Sucker. Let's see. So Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian are dating. Yeah, that's one of those uh, Disney-esque uh, relationships. I am positive that will last. Army Hammer, again. Army Hammer's back in the news. Ex-Page Lorenz. Claims he used knife branding bruises to mark her. Um, so I guess they're part of that Nexium thing. Um, you know, I, I he's not a cannibal, okay? Um, it would be kind of cool if you had like this high-profile actor uh, that that had to turn to cannibalism because of depression due to um, that Lone Ranger movie. But uh, he he's not a cannibal, okay? Uh, first thing, uh, th- there's a few things you have to look for. <clears throat> Excuse me, when 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 you're trying to spot a cannibal, first thing is um, that when they uh, when they use a toothpick on their teeth, uh, they normally you know you you pick out like you know chunks of you know, meat or whatever. They, they certainly do that, but they, they'll pick out, you know, bracelets and, and rings, things of that nature. Second thing is, um, I don't think cannibals go and send, send you a, a nice text or DM saying, I am a cannibal, I would like to eat you. Um, I, I did a lot of research for this. I went to uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, who it was the old Milwaukee cannibal, and uh, he had this really bad and and l- l- let's put this out there: Jeffrey Dahmer was 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 gay. Um, so you know, it's uh, we're all a bunch of loony people on a rock floating in an ocean of nothing. So, but one thing you can count on is that gay, straight, trans, uh, racial identity, uh, ethnic, uh, religion, religious identity, all that being said, you are going to have a cannibal somewhere in there. I have no idea why. And he, so... So what he would do is go to a gay club, get a guy back that he'd like, and he 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 was just a lonely guy who wanted company, and that would knock you out, drill a hole in your head, pour acid in there to try and make you a uh, a slave, in a sense. 
Wow. I never thought of that one. Um, I guess this is the primary target for sex robots. Um, if only we had that technology back then, no reason to pour acid in holes in the guy's head. This reminds me of the, the Louis Pasteur experiment where a guy had a, a gunshot wound in his stomach, so he would observe uh, stuff he would drop uh, like bread in there and observe hydrochloric acid in the stomach. And then Louis Pasteur developed what pasteurization or something uh, because of that. So uh, I am sure that uh, Jeffrey Dahmer had his own experiments, uh, maybe dropping pictures of himself in the hole that he drilled in the head, thinking that it would show up. Well, it would literally be on the guy's mind, Jeffrey Dahmer, his picture, if he put it through the hole that he drilled in his head. And uh, that's that's quite terrifying. Um, so that would certainly stop me from going to gay clubs. Not that I go to gay clubs. No, it's a different time. I could admit I've been to gay clubs. They have better music. I'm not gay, though, when I went, just to, just to keep that straight. Haha, uh-huh. see what I did there, right? Nice joke. Anyway, Army Hammer is not um you bruises to mark her knife branding. And uh she figured she'd wait until now, this lady, to to tell us this. Now I'm not victim blaming here. No, I kinda am. Why is she waiting till now to say Army Hammer's friggin' nuts? I mean, now that this cannibal stack of crap is against him, I mean, just kind of, I don't know, man. Army, he seems like a real weird guy who has issues, and uh, I'm certain that his ex-girlfriends would be telling the truth, right? Because everybody has such a great relationship with their ex is kind of stupid i'm sure i'm sure more stuff will come out of that but army listen you know don't eat anybody you know uh just just fight the urge just go to an in and out burger or go to a mcdonald's i'm certain there's human meat being served there Anyway, just none of us realize it. Police chief under pressure to quit after daughter is accused of racist threats. Uh, So this is common news, which would tend to happen all the time, I would imagine. Uh, Especially for for police. (laughs) Alright, that's awful. Um, Let's see... Uh, snowstorm in New York, big deal, that always happens. Uh, let's see, uh, oh no, Larry King is is dead. Um, well, he had a good run, let's, let's put it that way. He, I, he's been on doing his show since I can remember. So, uh, you know, uh, hopefully he's up there, kind of doing hard interviews with God, asking him what was the deal with uh, COVID and why did you give it to his favorite person, whose name is Danny Yang, which is the uh, 
person that is doing this awesome podcast. Um, uh, besides Judah Freelander, I wanted to bring up another thing. Um, oh yeah, I, I did do a Zoom. I, I did see a Zoom show with Erica Rhodes a long time ago, and um, she is a female comic, uh, and, and uh, she is quite well known. Um, I, I don't do Zoom shows that much, but when I do, I drink Dos Equis. I, I know I used that joke before. Um, uh, I'm a big uh, sci- science fiction fan. I have uh, written some science fiction before, and most people ask me, "Have uh, is it something that I would know? And I say, of course not. You think I'm published? But uh, now, if you search hard enough, uh, I'm sure it will pop up somewhere on the internets. But, uh, yeah, it's one of those sad, sad stories of a person with uh, some talent uh, and uh, not enough sexual appeal. Um, But I I, I wanted to tell you that, um, you know, Duncan Jones, I know a lot of people uh, know him as the uh, son of David Bowie. Uh, but he also is a is a very fine director. If you ever seen uh, Sam Rockwell in that movie Moon, uh, that movie was like uh, uh, was Duncan Jones's uh, first first mo- directorial debut. That movie's awesome, actually. That's a really big twist, which I will uh, obviously not give away. Uh, he's made a lot of different science fiction movies. Uh, one fantasy movie, the Warcraft movie, which uh, did well in China. What that? What, I don't. I can't figure out China, man. I mean, they're eating bats, watching, <clears throat> watching Warcraft movies. Uh, I, I don't know. But anyway, I, I haven't seen Warcraft, so I, I know the jury's out for that. Um, uh, well, the jury's not out for that. That movie's been out for a while, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen that movie. Uh, I've seen his other movies, Mute, uh, which is about a, uh, uh, well, it, it takes place in the future. It's kind of Blade Runner-esque, and um, it, I, I had a lot of fun watching that movie, actually. It stars, uh, uh, I think, Peter Skarsgård from, uh, not Peter Skarsgård, uh, one of the other Skarsgårds. There's so many, you know, who who would have ever thought there, there would be so many actors with the last name Skarsgård? In American movies that uh, I would get confused with, but uh, it's the Skarsgård, uh, the the big handsome guy from True Blood with the, uh, the with the blonde hair, the the, the Aryan prototype, basically. Uh, I think he's Stalin's Skarsgård's son. Stalin, not Stalin's. I, I don't know. Stalin? Ah, fuck. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, he's in the movie as an Amish guy in the future. No, no kidding. Amish guy in the future who is a mute and who just basically, I don't know, man. You just got to watch it. It's kind of like Blade Runner with an Amish guy uh, building chairs, wearing hats. Nah, nothing like that. But uh, I, I, I did find it one of the better things to watch on Netflix. I am a sci-fi fan, though. So if you are an Amish guy, which you cannot be, because this is a cell phone and I use technology, don't come looking for me, okay? 
I don't buy the furniture. I can't afford it. And if you're on, you know, the the, the thing where you get uh, time off from being Amish in case you want to check out how the uh, uh, how the regular people, how the Muggles live, you know, just don't don't don't. I I've been beaten up enough, and I've almost. God decided almost to punch my ticket, but then had pity and said, I'm going to punch Larry King's ticket instead because uh, I find him more valuable and need him up in uh, in heaven or hell. It's going to be heaven. I, I, I Being married seven times or whatnot is going to put you in hell. The alimony will put you in hell, but not, not actually doing this. The reason why I bring Duncan Jones up is he had a script that uh, that could not be made due to monetary reasons, and he made it a graphic novel. He announced that on and and I do follow him, and yeah, you know, me and him are like exactly what you think. It's just you know me trolling. I, I don't like that phrase troll. I don't I don't troll people. I enlighten their Twitter feed. No, I don't even enlighten their Twitter feed. Most people just ignore it. But what can you do, man? You know, I'm like any other Asian. I, I blend into the walls until you need Chinese food. So, but uh, I wanted to say Duncan Jones came up with, uh, and Alex DeCampi, uh, which uh, Alex, I thought was a man, is is actually a woman, and she uh, worked on a lot of uh, 2000 AD which is where Judge Dredd came from, a magazine in UK, uh, which, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of 2008, uh, big fan of characters like Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd was one of my favorites. Uh, they had Rogue Trooper, uh, Strontium Dog, uh, just a lot of different characters. Uh, Duncan Jones is actually going to make after COVID is over with. He's going to make the Rogue Trooper movie, which is should be awesome. You know, 2000 AD is just you know it's really awesome stuff. Uh, I don't, I can't even tell you where to begin with that because it's been going on since uh, since the 70s, I think, or or the or the early 80s. Um, but uh, definitely, if you want to check out Judge Tread, uh, one of my favorites were uh, Judge Caligula and the uh, Apocalypse War was was freaking awesome. But I, I don't know if that's you would if you're older and you were you you were alive during the '80s and had to deal with uh, all the possible nuclear Armageddon and that feeling that we might all be nuked off the face of the earth in like half an hour, uh, definitely check out Apocalypse War. It really captures that kind of Reagan-esque fear. It was one of my, my, my favorites. Uh, th- those early Judge Dredd uh, stories, well, Judge Death, obviously. You know, I think they kind of milked Judge Death for all he's worth after a while, though they kept bringing him back and bringing him back. Then the sisters of Judge Death and, then you know, the, the, the judges that... Um, you know, his his other judges that got donuts for him, I, I have no idea. Anyway, let's go back. Uh, Duncan Jones, he released Maddie, spelled M-A-D-I, colon, like my colon, that exploded and uh, almost killed me. 
Not to make this narcissistic or anything. Maddie, M, M like Mary, A, D like Danny, I, colon, once upon a time in the future. You, you can get this on Amazon, which I, I certainly did. He did a Kickstarter thing. Um, I, I, I normally don't uh, do Kickstarter because um, wanting to pay less than what they're asking just kind of annoys them. But uh, I would check it out. It is pretty neat. He, he Obviously, this guy likes science fiction, and it has a lot of things ha- having to do with the same world as Mute, which is, uh, and Mute was uh, very Blade Runner-esque, and you know, Blade Run- Runner was one of my uh, favorite movies. Did I like the second Blade Runner? Well, you know, I didn't realize I was watching Blade Runner, what was it, 2049? I didn't realize that was a Blade Runner sequel. I actually thought that was a Notebook sequel. And uh, I was just like, wow, this is really just, you know, changed. You know, had no idea this was going to be like this. And I was like, this is kind of kind of violent for a uh, Notebook sequel. But then again, didn't they have... Um, uh, yeah, well, I, I forgot. Get it? Notebook sequel, I forgot. Uh, anyway, I think I, I'm burning up too much time here. Let me just touch up, uh, touch on a few other, <clears throat> excuse me, a few other things. Anne Hathaway, my Oscar win felt wrong at the time from Yahoo. She won an Oscar for uh, Princess Diaries? Uh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, people got on Anne's back for a while. I guess it was probably because of her haircut in uh, Interstellar. Or, you know, people tend just, you know... A lot of people that I knew didn't understand Interstellar uh, because apparently they didn't watch the same movie I watched. The whole point is, look, love transcends everything. I think even Anne Hathaway says that. So just focus on that. They're trying to figure out time dilation and stuff. And I'm just like, dude, you can't figure out ketchup packets. Don't, you know, the whole thing is, look, look, time, you know, circumvents, overcomes everything. Okay. It's just like Titanic. Okay. Love conquers all. I'm sorry, not time. Love conquers all. Uh, unless you're on a piece of driftwood. Um, so uh, apparently she was having a lot of problems with, uh, with trolls. And um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know why so many people disliked uh, Anne Hathaway. Um, I mean, they made a sequel of Princess Diaries. So they must have liked her enough. But um, they thought her, apparently they thought her Oscar thing, speech was very, uh, it was not genuine. Um, these are actors, by the way. They're, they're not the characters that you see on screen. So, yeah, it's not going <clears> to <throat> match up. Like, for instance, Anthony Hopkins, great actor, typecast as Hannibal Lecter, uh, brilliant cannibal. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's an army hammer joke that's low-hanging fruit. I'm not going to make it. No, I will. Um, yeah, I mean, Anthony Hopkins is nothing like Hannibal Lecter. He, you know, if anything, he was playing a dumber version of army hammer. 
because Hannibal Lecter would not be caught dead texting his victim, potential victims, hey, buddy, Monday, it's Saturday good for you? And, uh, hey, by the way, um, can you uh, eat a lot of stovetop stuffing to save me some time? I don't know, just a bunch of weird things. Seth Rogen and Ted Cruz days-long Twitter brawl. Um, I can't really say anything about Ted Cruz. I, I haven't really been following politics. Um, but uh, Ted Cruz, from what I know, is certainly... Uh, he's disliked. And Seth Rogen certainly is much happier than I am. I take it from films like Pineapple Express, if that's anything like his real persona. Uh, Ted Cruz, I mean, shouldn't this guy have more to do than screw around on Twitter? That's what bothers me, man. Why are these guys on Twitter, especially if they're conservatives? You know, Twitter is obviously designed for... Well, I guess it's not just designed for liberal liberal whacktards. It is designed for conservative whack well any type of whacktard. So yeah, maybe Twitter is the place. But uh, yeah, Ted Cruz, I don't know. I mean, from what I've what what little I know of uh, politics, and uh, I am going to keep it that way while I'm in Texas because I certainly don't want. Uh, some of these wackos beating the crap out of me. I don't need to be beaten up in every fucking state I live in, all right? Unless they're tenderizing me for Army Hammer. So I, I don't want to get involved with freaking Ted Cruz. I, I mean, I heard he's the Antichrist. Um, I could believe that. Uh, there's a lot of weird things that happen here. Um... But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, people from New York and uh, California move in here because of the rent, but, but then they put a picture of, like, a high-rise or something that, like, nobody can afford. If those are the people that are moving out of uh, L.A. and New York, I mean, good for them because they are probably rich jerks, all right? If they saw me, they would hand me a glass and tell me to bring it back into the kitchen because uh yeah i do look like a servant anyway christopher nolan's tenet tackles a christian mystery was jesus walked on water backwards i, I don't i don't understand oh this it's it's talking about like calvinistic determinism which um which is the idea that uh Calvin determined that Hobbes is his best friend, but uh, it's all about uh, predeterminism. Yeah, you know, that's that's the one part of Tenet that um, I kind of questioned, because, like, let's say and I um, ate a, a greasy meal and then um, got out of the subway and then took a dump in a... Uh, because I had to out on the street. Um, if we tenant that backwards, uh, I guess that would be going back into my body cavity. Um, 
you know that that movie was confusing. <laughs> I really enjoyed it though. But uh yeah, that would be certainly be something that I would tenant. Um but if I'm going backwards to stop myself from uh, from pooping, um yeah, I guess you know, it, it is kind of the whole idea that uh, maybe it all is an illusion. Maybe this is already determined. I have no idea. You know, um, my name's not Calvin. I had a friend named Calvin in junior high. Uh, but that does not make me an expert on Calvinistic determinism. Uh, let's see. Christopher Nolan will reportedly not work with Warner Brothers again. If he changes his mind, I am certain that he will use the tenant washing machine and switch it backwards. Um, but uh, that is a big blow. Apparently, Christopher Nolan is big on the, on movie theaters, and Warner Brothers, like any other studio now, is big on... Uh, they just want to make money. Um so that's kind of an impasse. I don't know if mo- I used to love going to movie theaters when movies were good, um, but um, movies tend to be the same now. Connor McGregor, okay, um, I guess he lost uh, UFC. Um, I won at KFC. Let me tell you that extra crispy. No, I don't. I, I didn't eat any KFC. Uh, Let's see. Elon Musk is planning a Fallout-themed opening party uh, for the boring company's Las Vegas tunnels as soon as allowed. Elon Musk, man. What the hell? I don't... It's not like I... I I do see some Teslas, but not, not enough to... How is this guy, like, the richest guy? It just seems like he's rich because people think he's smart. You know... You don't get poor because people think you're dumb. Oh, wait, you do. You do. People think I'm dumb, and I I, I don't have... Yeah, okay, all right, Elon, all right. Can you just tell people I'm somewhat smart so some of that dough can rub off on me? Anyway, guys, uh, I think I, I went over my time here. Uh, don't know what the hell time limit I have on these things, honestly. But... um You all take care, don't get COVID, and Uncle Dan will see you uh, in a few days. Tell your friends to listen to my podcast, not not any other Asian's podcast, just my podcast, because, you know, I, I, I don't only deal with Asian things, um, I deal with us as a, as a species, as humanity, as that gorilla guy that was in 2001 and ended up at a space station. I think I watched that movie incorrectly. Um, but uh, just tell, tell all your friends or one of your friends or any of your friends, or they don't even have to be your friends because nobody listens to this podcast. Just up the numbers a little bit. So... Uh, so I can feel better and have more self-esteem um, because I derive all my personal worth off of uh, ultimately all my failures on social media. But uh, 
if I had a theme song right now, it would be playing. Uh, you guys have a great week. If you're wondering why I haven't shown up to wor- work, listen to my voice. Okay, I gotta go. It looks like an hour is the thing. This is Danny Yang of Danny Says Relax. You take care. Have a great day.